this is Stephen Byer from Iron Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Everybody and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I am one half of your corpse popping podcast boys. <laughs> I'm the other half back. <laughs> corpse popping. God damn, it's been a day already. It's been a fucking week. We fucked up. Yeah, we did. So uh, last episode, we we're like two weeks. We'll be back. Boom, 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 boom. No big deal. Let's go. No deal. However, we didn't take into consideration that this is goddamn Matt WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> and uh, if you're not familiar, not only is um, WrestleMania happening, but every fucking show under the sun yeah. decides to run. <laughs> every independent wrestling company in the world does a show. Yeah. We literally have, uh, what is this on right now? Uh, have Fun Be Said by uh, Action Wrestling and Sup Graps. Yeah, so... Literally, we have that on in the background to try to keep up with everything. Which, uh, two good companies. We're recording this Friday morning, the day it goes out. Yes. Because of last night we watched freaking uh, Acid Cup Day 1 from GCW and freaking and, uh, uh, Murder Mania yeah. from uh, No Peace Underground. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. We but went, we're here. Uh, yeah. We're living the life. We're living the dream. We've got microphones in hand. Living the dream. <laughs> this is a waking goddamn nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life's a nightmare. So, before we get into everything, <laughs> questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. And at our Instagram in the comments. Oh, God. I'm drinking this 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what they're talking about there. Oh, I, I, the, I thought the video was kind of popular. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anyways, Instagram. Instagram, yes. Every other social media is kind of dead. So follow us on Instagram and uh, email us. Yeah. Questions, comments, and concerns. There's also Facebook. I don't post on Facebook ever. Well, there's the Instagram <laughs> page. Um, Instagram is where to follow us at. I, to me, Instagram is the best social media platform anyways. Oh, yeah. Like Even though it is run by the overlords at Facebook. Yeah, it's run by the lizards. <laughs> it's run by the lizard king himself, fucking <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Alien man. <laughs> Is this enough sunscreen? This feels like too much sunscreen. How much sunscreen do humans wear? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think this is enough. <laughs> mar, mar, mar. <laughs> Cleasarb. <laughs> oh, my God. And also, I just want to mention, like, oh, what, what time is it? Like, uh, 11 something? 12? 11? I tried to get your ass up at 10 and you didn't get up. It's 12 now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, over quarantine and whatnot, my sleep schedule has been in the in the trash. <laughs> like, literally, when you hear this, like, when this goes up onto yeah. our feed, we just recorded it. <laughs> yeah, we just recorded it. Just we're some... the worst podcast in the world, Steve. You know, here, let's let them in some insider baseball a okay. little bit. This is how the show works. We take a week off. Yeah. 
We don't watch the movies during that week like we should. No, we watch them in the exact week. Yeah. Most podcasters are taking meticulous notes, watching the films a couple times. Yeah. yeah, The week of and, like, the day of, we're like, oh, God, I still got one more to go. Shit, shit, shit. (laughs) And if you want an example of my detailed notes, here here, here you go. Here you go. Um, The the king of death is just Skeleton Dan's brother. (laughs) Well, you know. Or I like the skeleton drawing a lot. Oh shit, AJ Gray's coming out. <laughs> We're not doing commentary. I fucked my money up. <laughs> Damn, now. <laughs> I fucking love AJ Gray. Yeah, go check him out. He's a great wrestler. Anyways. So, yes. speaking of questions and comments and concerns, we have a couple questions. Yeah. Oh, hey. This is cool. Hey. <laughs> so, I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, where were you guys when we were at our lowest? <laughs> <laughs> you give us reason to live. <laughs> we would have had more of a reason to exist. <laughs> Anywho, just playing. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Anywho, if you want to send us a question, like I said, sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or each week I will post a picture uh, asking for questions, and you can leave them right in the comments on there on Instagram. Yeah. Question number one comes from. Promotion team in 92AB. DM it. Vintage Records. No, fuck off. I let me, let me just rant this real quick. Okay, go ahead. Every goddamn time I post anything and use the hashtag podcast, I get Empire Record, Vintage Record, promote, promote. Fuck off. I'm not paying your ass to fucking promote my shit. And who knows if it's a scam or not. It's going to guarantee goddamn be a scam. Yeah. And again, we're as of right now we're completely DIYing this. Yeah, so the way it should be, motherfuckers. Oh <laughs> yeah, but um, <coughs> our boy oh, Andrew Dot Roboto, hey, follow him on Instagram, follow him on Letterboxd. Yes, he says you still talking to Stephen Byro? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, that was kind of just a one-off conversation. It was a one-off conversation. Uh, cool dude though. Yes, I like Stephen Byro a lot, and from time to time he does like my stuff on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. At least I think it's him. It's the Unearthed page. I assume that's probably Byro. Yeah, I assume it's Byro. It seems um, pretty DIY over on Earth. Yeah, um, I, I follow the Unearthed page, and of course you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and upon looking at the page, it very much seems like Byro just talking about yeah. the movies. So and all the controversies that he gets mm-hmm. stuck into for no reason. <laughs> Poor bastard. That was a wild one. Maybe we might get into that one day. Yeah, I don't think now is the time to do it. No, but damn, that was some craziness over Dog Dick. Oh, my God. When we do James Bell, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, interesting factoid, though. Yeah. As we just, you know, as we're reading this question, I actually got a package from Unearthed today. Yeah, you did. I got the latest from the Two Extreme for Mainstream line. Yeah. 29 Needles. 29 Needles. About Francis Bacon. 29 Needles sounds like a early 2000s, like, math core record. It does, does it not? You know, like, like something that Dillinger Escape Plan would have released. Francis Bacon was a painter, but was he also a serial killer? Francis Bacon? Yeah. I don't think so. No, not not the Francis Bacon, but was there a serial killer named Francis Bacon as well? Uh, Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I could be, we could be completely wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, but I know there's a painter who I really enjoy named Francis Bacon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 29 Needles, it looks cool. I actually didn't know there was another one before it, House of Flesh Mannequins. Yeah. Which I also have ordered and hopefully we'll be getting in soon. Because I, Torment I thought was good. Yeah. And it was interesting too because Torment caused such a shitstorm. It did, yeah. And, like, <laughs> really the only reason I think it caused a shitstorm is because it was a LGBT horror yeah. film. Like, that seemed to really rub people the wrong way. <sighs> you know, it was kind of wild, really. I mean, it just seems like uh, 
it's odd so that's still bothering people like, it's too much it's too much it's like why because it's two dudes instead of a guy and a girl <laughs> okay like if you're gonna say that that's too much right and you're not gonna say something that some of the shit that happens in like an angel's melancholy is not too much <laughs> yeah right they murder that fucking cat murder that cat dead dead it's fucked but yeah anyways what I was getting as torment I, yeah. I thought it was pretty good yeah um <laughs> Deep Web XXX. Like, I love Stephen Byro. I love Earth. Mm. I don't want this to come off the wrong way. I hated that goddamn movie. <laughs> I thought it was absolute shit. See, the only one I've watched so far out of the line is uh, Torment. Mm. And uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Um, one thing I will say is, like, I think they, 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 they kind of ride the, uh, the clown thing a little hard. They do. But, especially since it's, like, based on John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, it's like, like no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not no. the least. No, not really. It might be, like, inspired by... Oh, yeah. But not based on. There's a lot of movies like that, though. Yeah. And uh, before we move on from Unearthed, one more thing. Put out fucking Muzani already. Please, God. Please. Please. You're starting, they're starting this Unearthed classic line. They're yeah. dropping Untold Story. They're dropping Dr. Lamb. Mm-hmm. They're dropping fucking, you know, all these cool older... They dropped Serbian film. Yeah, all these, yeah, yeah, all these cool older now. Serbian film's kind of older now. Yeah. You know, extreme films. God. Put the fuck out, Muzani, please. God, it's crazy. Certain films been out for that long. I know, right? But yeah, excuse me. I'm drinking Coke. I should be drinking water. You should be drinking water. It's early in the morning. I need some kind of caffeine, and I I ain't got a monster, so I'm drinking a Monster Gold. Uh, next question. We have two this week. Hey. Thank you again, Andrew Roboto. No, thank you. Go follow him on Letterbox. He's dank. See, see, the thing is, like, when I was checking my Letterbox, I was like, oh, do, do, I, do I follow him? Because again, when I when I go on Letterbox, mostly I just log my stuff and kind of just leave. Yeah, me too. And then I saw I was following him. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I'll, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like someone else, which I don't want to give away because we're actually trying to reach out to him about possibly doing an interview. Yes, I had no clue who he was. Yeah, but I already followed him. Yeah, and then I became a cha- a fan of his shit, and then I'm like, holy shit, hang on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> um, which we'll talk about that another day. But it's also like uh, the director of the movie. I think it's uh, Sadistic Intentions. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he follows me on uh, Letterbox. Which that movie's is cool. pretty cool. It is really cool. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I think you liked it more than I did, but it was it was a cool movie. Yeah. Um, the People's Mikey. Oh yeah. Commented and said, "For many years, people have been looking for answers to everything. The thirst for knowledge has been something everybody craves. Curiosity always gets the best of us." We spend days, weeks, months, and years searching for that answer so we can feel complete. With that being said, how big is Batista's dick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) From what I've heard. Yeah, from what I hear. (laughs) Batista's got a a hog on it. He got a hog. (laughs) Yeah. He also, apparently you told me the other day that he... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) What I'm going to say is... uh, (laughs) Star, what you're saying is the star of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, cuck somebody, cuck somebody. <laughs> it's or in some way or fashion. Yes, that's what I've been. That's what I've heard on like multiple. And not like willingly cucked. I'm assuming. No, no. I'm assuming this wasn't like an open relationship cucking. I don't think so. <laughs> Again, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying this for certain. This wasn't consensual cucking. Is what you're saying. <laughs> What I'm saying is, I'm not even sure if this is actually real or not. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I heard about this through uh, <laughs> multiple like YouTube channels talking about like oh off script things, and then it was like that's where the Batista's dick thing came from. Yeah, it's because uh, apparently a uh, female wrestler and <laughs> boyfriend at the time 
I, I guess there was just some odd things happening. I was just wrestling, I feel like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you hear about, like, Candido and Sonny, and it's like, holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. Which Wrestling's be, an odd beast. It is. And I'm so glad that this was the people's Mikey. Yeah. Ask that question. Because that leads me again that like wrestling and horror go hand in hand. Oh, and it's yeah. beautiful and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. By what I've heard, Batista's got a big dick. And with that uh, question asked to us, I made a list of the top 10 biggest dicks in pro wrestling. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> no, actually. Because <laughs> he actually has a real question. He said, just ribbing you guys, but seriously, what are some of your favorite flicks from last year and what were, what were, and what were letdowns? And uh, <laughs> I hate to be this way, but because I'm not the kind of guy who's like, they don't make horror like they used to. Because I don't believe that at all. I think no. they still make great horror movies. However, last year in particular, I didn't watch a whole lot of new shit. Uh, yeah, well, we're I, I mo- we mostly go back and watch old, older stuff. For yeah, say. I'm still scouring for poop butt. Yeah, from many moons back. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't had time to catch up to yeah. modern, actually good movies. Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, I mean, we did watch a lot of movies We last watched a year. lot of movies, but it was a lot of older movies. Yeah. For modern recommendations, I really can't give a whole lot. Because uh, I looked at my 2020 watches and it was like, Soul. It's a good movie. It was a good movie, Pixar Soul. Uh, the Agfa trailer compilation. We're, we're, we're not just um, blood and guts. No, no, I like all <laughs> movies. Um I watched the Agfa movies, the Agfa oh trailer God, shows, great, which were yeah. great. And I believe Cycle Gore Man was also 2020. Was it 2020? I think so. I, I think officially it's like released like years 2020, but it's coming out for everybody 2021. Okay. Which if you haven't seen Cycle Gore Man. Which I do need to see. So what I did do instead was I went through all my film watches for 2020, okay. picked out some of my favorite first time watches, and some of my least favorite first-time watches. Okay. So these are not necessarily 2020 titles. You know, I, w- I do want to do better about that. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's hard. It's hard to keep up, honestly, because, like, especially with the independent movies. Yeah. Holy shit. And uh, that's another thing. Sam Hale. Yes. Sam Hale put a lot of shit out in 2020. We're definitely going to cover him one day. I think he's a very interesting filmmaker. Go check him out. Same thing with James Bell. Yeah. Rumler. Nathan Rumler from uh, formerly of Rock Bottom Video. Yeah. He put out some very interesting stuff last year as well. So yeah, that that that's the 2020 stuff I seen was mostly independent stuff. Yeah, mostly independent stuff, and I went back and what uh, started watching some of the more uh, extreme stuff that I hadn't seen too. Yeah, which there's titles in there I need to see. Yeah, but uh, um, go ahead. Would you like to just go back and forth, or do you have a list, or? Um, uh, what I do have is like, um, just to, just to give it a little bit of a, uh, you know, explanation for this. Uh, over Halloween of last year. It's probably where I watched the most stuff, mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff I really enjoyed. So I'll probably go, I'm gonna go through it and choose some movies. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I actually have some picked out. Oh, okay. I, I got I twelve. Too, but <laughs> I got twelve movies picked out that I watched last year. Okay. That I thought were impressive as hell that I never seen before. Okay. Deadly Game, aka Dial Cold Santa. Yes. I really really enjoyed that, that one. Movie's crazy. Massacre at Central High was a film put out by uh, Se- uh, Synapse yeah. that I had never heard of before. Yeah. Really liked it quite a bit. It's like, <laughs> por- like a precursor to Heather's, in a way. I really enjoyed that one. A Gun for Jennifer. Oh, that movie's fantastic. I'm sure we will cover that one day, too. Oh, yeah. At some point. Howl from Beyond the Fog was a really cool short film. Yes, it really was. The Passing. 
Oh, that movie's awesome. I had never seen that. Never okay. heard of that movie. Okay, f- fun fun story real fast. Okay, if you've ever been to uh, like Horror Hound or any of the conventions and stuff like that, which... Uh, <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I know right now it sucks. <laughs> uh, now times suck. Um, Vinegar Syndrome could sell you a ham sandwich that you had already bought to you. He really could. He could take it from your hands and be like... You want this ham sandwich? Yeah, like, hmm, maybe I do. Because I had bought the the book from Tra- Travis Walton himself. Yeah, the, Fire in the Sky. Yeah, Fire in the Sky, Alien Abductee, and uh, and I was walking through, and he was like, "Oh, you like aliens?" I was like, "Oh yeah," and he was like, "Oh, here's a movie for you." And then well, I didn't watch it till like another year or something like that. Yeah, and then we watched it. There was not a single damn alien in the not movie. not a single alien in it. But man, is it a great movie? It is though. a great movie. Um, Ozone. Ozone, yeah. By J.R. Brookwalter. Really good. Cemetery of Terror? Yes. Uh, here's a newer one. It's not 2020, but it is a newer movie. A Record of Sweet Murder. Oh, yeah. That movie's really good. Uh, really the, good the Resurrected? Yeah. Grave Robbers? Oh, my God. That guy in particular. Uh, Psycho Gorman, of course. Yeah. And The Final Interview. Yes, the final interview is fantastic. Yes, if you've not yet checked out Fred Vogel's The Final Interview, go get it. Um, you think, will not be disappointed. It is a damn good movie. Yeah, I'm going to go through some of my favorite watches around Halloween, mm-hmm. if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Hack-a-Lantern. Oh my god, Hack-a-Lantern is amazing. Hack-a-Lantern is a, is a damn classic. Of Power in the blood. Power in the blood. Uh, the, the, the original Japanese ring. Oh yeah. It's good stuff. Good shit. A Memorial Valley Massacre. <laughs> that movie's fun as hell. It's yeah. so fun. Um, we've we've gone. Um, and a, a dishonorable mention, real fast. Mm-hmm. Killjoy. I have that on my bad list. Okay, we'll we'll get into it in a minute <laughs> then. Um, Headless. Yes. Headless, Headless is, is really great. We're gonna cover that one for sure one day too. Yeah. Fan of the Paradise. Oh my fuck! I love that movie. Uh, the Demon's Rook. Oh yeah, that was that a good movie. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Um, Lamora. Oh, I fucking love Lamora. Um, Petey Wheatstraw, the Devil's son-in-law. The Devil's son-in-law. So good. Love that movie. Um, Haxon. Yeah, Haxon's really good. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, I recommend. It's very good. We'll probably cover it on the podcast one day. Oh yeah, we will. Hmm. hmm. Uh, Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter. That movie is so. Oh good. yeah, Robert Mitchum. Ooh. Yeah. Um, House by the Cemetery. Fuck yeah. That was the first time I watched for you. Yes. And it was so fucking good. That's a great Lucio Fulci title. Arachnophobia. I love that movie. <laughs> I love it, but I also hate it because I, I know, hate spiders. So but I much. love it. It's a little long, but I love it. The Halloween Halloween Town series. Oh yeah, we did watch them all, yeah. didn't we? Um, The Greasy Strangler. <laughs> Always. Which we'll probably get to that one oh, day. Oh my god, yeah. Greasy Strangler is amazing. Um, The Lighthouse. <sighs> love that movie. So good. The Witch. Uh, the Barn. Oh, The Barn's great. Of course, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Love that movie. And Halloween Spookies. Oh, yes. Halloween Spookies by uh, fell, uh, by YouTuber yes. Mr. Parker and Dustin Mills. It's f- so fun. Here's some of my bad slash disappointing okay. first time watches. The Suckling. Yeah. I did not love it. I had a lot of high hopes for this. I crazy wanted that plot. movie to be amazing. Yeah, and just it ended up just being. Eh. I feel like a lot of a lot of ours are going to be very similar. So, Killjoy. 
This mo- that's okay. not that's not just disappointing. That movie is fucking shitty. Okay, I was given a box set given of the Killjoy movies. And I warned you. I said yeah. Killjoy one through three is pretty rough. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's uh, let's watch Killjoy, and we watched it all right. And I s- gave away that fucking box set. <laughs> I sold it. <laughs> I was not going to keep that thing because that movie sucks so bad. I didn't want anything to do with the entire franchise. I even, as a joke, was like, hey, we should cover Killjoy. And I said, no. And the most genuine I've ever heard Matt in my life go, no! <laughs> I did not want to watch it again or take notes on it. It was horrible. <laughs> it, was it was absolutely so horrible. Um, An American Hippie in Israel. Not yeah. bad, but a little disappointing. I'd want to see that movie for a long fucking time. Yeah. You know, uh, Grindhouse releasings, like It and Gone with the Pope were like the two big ones. Like, you see them on the trailer for them on all the discs and just like... This movie just looks so insane. I want to see it. It looks great. It looks so much fun. And it is okay. It's fun, but it's just not that great as far as like like even being so bad it's good. It's just kind of eh. Right. This one hurts to do because I'm a fan of this man. Famine by Ryan Nicholson. Mm. I thought that movie was really, really bad. Again, like rest in peace, Ryan. Rest in peace, Ryan Nicholson. Um, he was a great filmmaker. I really enjoyed his love. The fam I did not enjoy at all. I heard some of his stuff was kind of hit and miss. So. Yeah, the characters were, man, the worst, <laughs> the worst mm. characters. Um, the sequel to High Eight, which is a movie I really enjoyed, High Death. Oh my god! And it's I saved good. the best two for last. Oh, John Leguizamo. Oh, and shit. the pest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We watched this literally due to a meme. A meme. And it's the worst. It's a goddamn disaster film. It is one of the most unfucking imaginable like horrors of cinema that's ever existed. It's not funny. No. Not even close to funny. It's fucking terrible. We literally watched it because of the one scene in the movie. Stinky Dinky. And when he's in the shower and he's dressed like Dracula and he goes, yeah. one stinky dinky. Oh, oh, oh. So we watched it and it was like, this is a goddamn mess. Uh, yeah. And my last uh, pick for shit is Veronica. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Danzig, my guy. Woo! You've got stopped. That movie is on a level of bad I hadn't seen in a very long time. <laughs> I remember we were sitting there watching it dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. It's so bad. Well, we're definitely probably going to cover it one day on the podcast. Oh, God, why? Because it's going to be a fun conversation. We're going to do Danzig's movies because he's working on a new one right now. You it's know it's going to be good. Vampire You know it's going to be good. It's going to be popping, boy. If it's popping like Veronica, then I'm going to pop a shell in my brain. <laughs> it's going to be popping like my poops. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Go watch Veronica. It's horrible. Don't watch it. You'll hate me for it. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, I'll go through some of my disappointments real fast. Okay. And then we'll get to the movies of the today. Movies, which I don't think we even said what we're covering today, but it's all right. Uh, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get into it. That was probably way um, too loud. Sorry, guys. Again, some people are probably going to hate me for this, and I apologize in advance. Atroz. Atroz, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like this movie at all. Um there was just a lot of things that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But, again, we'll probably get into it one day. One day, yeah. Beyond the Door. Beyond the door. Oh, <laughs> the Exorcist ripoff. Yeah, again, I didn't know this was an Exorcist ripoff until about halfway through, and you're like, oh yeah, this is the Exorcist ripoff movie. I'm like, what? 
And then it obviously is. And then it obviously was, yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. Um, ghost Stories. Oh, man, I didn't put that down, but I should have, yeah. Man, this movie is so disappointing. I was okay. so into it up until the end. It is a an amazing movie until the ending. Yeah, I hated the ending. It sucked. Which, again, not going to spoil it. Go check it out for yourself. Horrible ending, oh. Horrible, horrible ending. Um... Of course, Killjoy. That movie fucking sucks dick. <laughs> um, then we've got... Man, some people are going to hate me for this. I know it. Okay, what is it? The Innkeepers. Oh, yeah, The Innkeepers. I, again, I guess maybe it was too hyped Yeah, for me. I, I think Ty West stuff like that is in general for me. Because it's like, oh, this is the scariest horror movie. And I'm like, okay, let's watch Any it. Any movie that uh, like coins the term the scariest movie since yeah. The Exorcist. It, it never lives up to the high. No, Hereditary is like the only one I can think of that used that tagline that actually was good. Yeah. Like, do you remember what was it, Veronica? Yes, Veronica. Like the scariest yeah. movie since The Exorcist. But the thing is, it actually is a good movie. It was a pretty decent movie. And I think it got ruined by the, the hype. Yeah, agreed. Um, the, the suckling, as suckling, you mentioned yeah. earlier. Um, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. So the people's Mikey, thank you for the questions. Keep them yeah. coming. Yeah, please. Ask us more questions about Batista's dick, too. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was fun. Ask us about other two people's dicks. <laughs> I'll tell you about all kinds of dicks I think are huge. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's one in particular I know Matt hates when I bring up. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say who it is. It's Jamie, it's James Bell. Yeah, we're talking about James Bell's dick. Yeah, we're gonna, I, one day, if we ever get to interview that guy, yeah, I'm going to be like, buddy, you got a hog. I mean, I don't know how he'll respond. <laughs> Probably be like, oh, thanks. I mean, I mean, he, he does. He absolutely does. He does, man. He's got a hog. But every time we watch a James Bell movie, I'm always like, don't get nude, don't get nude, don't get nude. And then when he does, you're like, damn, he got a hog. He I'm got like, a hog like, on him. Fuck, a fucking hog. <laughs> so let's move into from James Bell's hog to uh, the theme. a bunch of nutting. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. A lot of nutting. Yeah, a lot of uh, nuts being busted. A lot um, of nuts being busted in this series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. On today's episode, we are talking Jorg Buggerite. Buggerite? I think that's how you say his name. I listened to a one of the... Uh, the uh, Help me, John. His introductions? The introductions, yes. And it's he, sound, he said Jorg Buggerite. Buggerite. So... I love those introductions. He just pops up and he's like... Hello, I am Jorg Bugarite. They totally look at the door on his cell phone, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it, so it's very charming. It's very charming. But they're also very interesting because it gives yeah. you good insight into the film before you watch it. Yes. It gives you the things um, to look out for. Before, before we get too in-depth, very interesting filmmaker. He is a very least. interesting filmmaker, and I want him to make more feature-length horror films. Yeah. Uh, he made a documentary about Godzilla. I don't know if you know that. I do not know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking dope. He's a huge Godzilla fan. Also, b- before we move on, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna start with some shit. Uh-huh. Okay, if any of you motherfuckers out here actually think that King Kong is better than Godzilla, <laughs> you you can just shut your mouth. Yeah, the monkey cheeks getting clapped. They're getting clapped by Godzilla. He gonna clap them cheeks, boy. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, <laughs> so we're talking the four big films of yours: Boogerite, Der Toasting, Necromantic, Necromantic Two, and Shram. Shram. So we're going to start with the uh, anthology about suicide. And violent death. Make, make, make sure to clarify that. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, there's one violent death and everything else is suicide. Yes. 1990s Der Totsking. Yes. I thought this was a good one to start out because uh, 
kind of bookend it with the two films that are least talked about. Yeah. You know, because everyone talks about Necromancer and Necromancer too. Oh, yeah. So, Air Toast King, like I said, is an anthology about suicide where each segment plays out through a day of the week. Yes. It goes from Monday to Sunday. Sunday. Yes. So, Monday is a guy, he quits his job, and it's a great scene. A great shot where like the camera spins and it's we like just rotating, yeah. And we just kind of see him living out his last day, basically. It's it's a wild um segment. It's also very uh stark. Yes. Very uh pretty, pretty rough. And we'll go ahead and talk about it now the soundtrack in this film I think is great. I think most of the soundtracks I think all the soundtracks yeah, are really good. Are very good. Like this um, one has that like dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Dun, dun. And then it shows like a corpse decomposing. Yeah, it's very cool. Then Tuesday is actually uh, ties into Monday because they get the suicide letter. Yeah, at a video store. Well, this guy's written Ilsa Shewell for the SS, which they play a little bit of it in the movie, and it's, it's not, not Ilsa. The same movie. <laughs> it's not Ilsa. <laughs> it's your Booger Rides remake of Ilsa the Shewell for the SS, <laughs> which I would watch. I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> but he takes uh, the videotape home, and you know. Let's just say he commits a murder suicide. Dun 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 Wednesday, my dude. Wednesday, my dude. Is a lady sits down on a bench and a guy begins to tell him a tale tell her a tale. Oh my god. Of how every time he has intercourse with his wife, yeah. she begins to bleed. Yeah. Thursday is uh a shot of a bridge with statistics of everybody who's killed themselves there. Which is Brutal. And if true, man, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Friday, we see a older lady. Not old, but older. Yeah, middle-aged. Who appears to want some cock. <laughs> cock. Um, spying on a couple. Yeah. As they make love. Man. Or so you think. Or so she thinks. Yes. Oof. Saturday oh. is a <laughs> is really fucked up. Because a girl creates a camera rig mount oh my God. to put on herself as she goes on a mass shooting. Um, little ahead of its time. A little ahead of its time. <laughs> a yes. little too ahead of its time, yeah. And Sunday is a guy in a room losing his mind. Yeah. yeah. So that's all the segments of Dare Totsking. What did you think of Dare Totsking? Honestly, the first time I watched Dare Dare Totsking, because two of these movies were repeat watches for me, actually, which is pretty rare for the podcast. All these were repeat watches for me, but... Yeah. Um, They all had been a while, though. Yeah. And I was was sitting there watching, and I was like... Back in the day, I was like, you know, it was fine. Mm -hmm. Watching it now, I was like, okay. Yeah, this movie's really fucking good. It is really fucking good. Um, It's just an interesting ideal... You know, like, you have an anthology, and instead of basing it on segments, it's based on days of the week. Yeah. Instead of a wraparound, it's a corpse decomposing to kind of show you, like, this is what happens to you when you're gone. Yeah, this is death. And like York Begettert says at the beginning of his introduction, it's not a pro-suicide movie. It doesn't... No. It does not romanticize suicide. No, not... I mean, I think you can get that by watching it. It's not a movie that's like, oh, see, this is a good thing. No. Yeah. It's very stark, very violent, yeah. very visceral. It shows the real raw horribleness of violent death, yeah. you know, and what happens after. Yeah, and it, like every segment in this is just very, very like stark, and I, I would say, uh, especially if you're if you dealt with like mental health yeah. problems in the past, pr- pretty hard to watch at times for sure. Um, but 
not not unbearable. I There's would a say, few things but... I picked up on upon this watch. Um, the segment of the guy sitting on the bench, yeah, with a girl, is almost lifted straight out of Miss Forty Five. Yes, which I did not catch that when I was watching it, but you did. I did. Yes, I was like, I was watching. I was like, this is the scene of Miss Forty Five where they're talking on the bench with the yeah. guy she meets at the bar. Um. I don't know, man. Like it's it's a hard one to talk about because like it is that's what it is. You know what I mean? It is what yeah, it is. I mean, kind of thing. It is what it is. Um, I mean, th- th- yeah. There's not, not much to really talk about about this one for say because it is. I mean, as we talked about what you describe the movie as, it, that's what it is. And it's tough also to talk about too because it's like you don't want to give a shit ton away, even though it's it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you just don't want to give a shit ton away because you want the people to watch it and enjoy it for themselves. Oh yeah. And uh, they should. Their toasting is very interesting. It's a really cool. Which uh, I remember you telling me that uh, Arrow was releasing. Uh, Arrow Yorks. has released all of Yorg's films. Okay, yeah. They're Region B, I think. But I mean, shit, just get your Region Free player. They ain't that expensive. It, yeah, and, and on top of that, it's just a good investment. It's for the a long great run. fucking investment. You can buy anything from anywhere, and it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. We we watch movies from the UK, Germany, Japan, yeah, Japan, Korea. Doesn't yeah. matter. You can buy a DVD from anywhere and watch it. Which again, I I would recommend if you are if you're mostly uh, an English speaking person, maybe get the like UK releases. <laughs> well, it depends, you know, yeah. depends on you know the region if they have uh, subs or not. Yeah, but Derto- like another thing about Dertoskin. Oh God, I got an itch. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> itchy, itchy head. Itchy head. Bed bugs in the motel. Oh no. He's at work. But like, there's just some like there's a few things in the film that I thought were odd, like the <laughs> the guy rents Ilsa Shewell of the SS. Yeah, and as we said, it's not Ilsa Shewell of the SS. No, it's like a recreation of Ilsa. Yeah, it's Yorg's uh, uh, recreation of the movie. And that way. whole segment in general, I was trying to pick up on what he was putting down in that one. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was a little confused by the message of that segment. The way I took it was, it's an interpretation of violent art, which again. If if you watch it, you you'll kind of see for yourself. I would say, of course, you could get a completely different interpretation to what I did. I feel like if you watched it in a bubble, like you just watched it on its own, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, violent movies makes violent people." Yeah, yeah, but I I mean I didn't really see it as that. I mean, it'd be weird coming from York Bogodrat. Oh yeah, <laughs> but of course it could just be him being like, "I I'm going to be hypocritical on purpose." It could be, yeah, because he does seem like the kind of guy who would do something like that. <laughs> Which we'll get into with uh, one of the movies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but like, that was weird. <laughs> when they're reading the guy's suicide note, was really weird. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh shit, I think he killed himself." I know he didn't. He's weird. Don't worry about it. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> It's also crazy, too, because we're going to talk about Necromantic next, which is yeah. the film he made after Necromantic. But, yes. like, the leaps he made as a filmmaker from Necromantic to Dertoskiing is pretty outstanding. Yes. Like, the camera work and stuff in, in Dertoskiing is is really, oh really good. Yeah. Like, in, like, in such a short amount of time, too. Like, it, mm-hmm. he, does, he does so much better with He's like, still such a unique filmmaker that, like, as soon as you see a frame from one of his movies, you know it's a York Bucket Oh, film. yeah. But, like, just... The way he frames shots, the way the camera moves, the way everything looks and feels, yeah, is a huge step up from Necromantic. Absolutely, which is a little more raw, or a little nastier, a little dirtier. Yeah, and Necromantic is a very filthy movie, very filthy movie. But where Dead Toads King, like, one thing we'll say about York's films too is like I don't know how he takes some of these concepts, right? Stretches them. Well, no, no, not necessarily stretches oh. them, but 
makes it like again, not, this is not, not to say this in a bad way, not not at all, but makes it pretentious as fuck. Yeah, he really does. He is very much a a art yeah. filmmaker. Yes. Which he's I really art, like that. Though. He's an art exploitation filmmaker, which I don't think you get a lot of. No, we of course you occasionally get it, which we'll like talk Mario about Dora. films like that. Yeah, Mario and Dora. Um, you got films like Begotten, Begotten, yeah, Conscious Cruelty, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and if I could compare any, York to anybody, it would be like a Mario and Dora in a way. Yeah, like his films have very similar feels, where it's just like it just feels you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when you're watching, just like. Ugh. Oh my god! There's again, we'll get to it, but there's a scene in Man that literally made me gag. But, <laughs> um, so I guess what was your favorite segment in Dared Hosking? Def, uh, probably either um, probably the park bench or the opening segment. The opening that's probably mine too. Um, the bridge is the most starco. Yeah, that one's uh, like again. I, I don't want to say like for for sure if it all the statistics that are real because I don't know, per se. Because I, I don't know the region, really. Exactly. So I, I don't know if this is like like an infamous location or something like that. But, again, if completely, you know, real and not, you know, fabricated in any way, which, again, not not accusing. Yeah. Then, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Some crazy visuals, too. And you would um, think you would think that segment would be boring, but I never was bored by it. No, I found it to be interesting the whole time. It kind of reminded me, like again, like I haven't seen the full movie. I've seen clips from it, like but the the bridge, the bridge, yeah, yeah similar for sure. Which uh, maybe they ripped York off. <laughs> it's simply possible. Um, I also really like the ending, not the ending segment, but the ending. Yeah. Um. um with the, the the girl drawing the picture, and she says, yes. "This is the Death King." It's very creepy, and you get that really cool picture. That's the cover. Yeah, so cool. It's it's, it's very amazing visual. Too. Yeah, it's really cool. Some people here think about Dare King. I do think it's a film. As much as I do enjoy Dare King, I do think it's a film that's going to divide people. Though. Some people are going to really love it. Some people are going to dislike it. Yeah, which which happens quite a bit. Yeah, because it is like a it's an art horror film. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of heard like similar opinions about some of Arya Steer's stuff. Arya Steer, I could see that. Yeah, like I've I've heard that some people like love Hereditary but don't like Midsummer. Yeah, or you know vice versa. Yeah, I could see somebody who like oh I love Necromantic being like oh, the dogs is boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, is it the most um, like action filled experience in the world? Absolutely not. But it's not supposed to be. No, it's 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 supposed to be real. In a lot of ways, it's very much in an exploration of the human mind. Yep. Well, she does that in another film, too. Yes. So, uh, any last closing thoughts on Adarod Hosking? Um, it's a fantastic, like, exploration of mental health mm-hmm. on very much different sides of the uh, spectrum, I would I'd say. I'd say it's also a, a really interesting look at death in general. Yeah. It's Honestly, like, in, in some ways, like... I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just crazy. Is almost kind of like more of a peaceful look at death in a way. Maybe I could see that because I mean, with the music and stuff. Yeah, with, with the music and stuff. Like again, like very much with you know the the, the corpse rotting and stuff like that. So eventually, you kind of just become nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You become uh, bone. 
Bones. 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 A bunch of bones. You become a bunch of bones in the chocolate. <laughs> oh, no. There's bones <laughs> in the chocolate. <laughs> so, yeah, Dare Toad Skiing. Very interesting movie. Go give it a watch. Didn't mean to get uh, <laughs> dark there, but... <laughs> Jesus. So now we actually rewind, because I thought yeah. it would be interesting to do, like I said, to do the two necromantic films in the middle, because they're the ones that are the most talked about, the most infamous. Oh, it yeah. It shine a little more light on Dare Toad Skiing and Shrom. Yeah. Um... But yeah, we have 1987, the movie that made York Begettert infamous. Yes. It's the movie that he literally just made to piss off German censors. Oh my God. Necromantic. A.K.A. the corpse fucking movie. The corpse fucking movie. Or, uh, the corpse cucking movie. Woo! Am I right? <laughs> You're right? Are you right? <laughs> you know the documentary he, he produced about the making of this, Der Toadsking and Necromant 2, is called Cups, Corpse Fucking Art? Yes. I, <laughs> Which I think uh, is brilliant. I, that's where I uh, got my shitty dad joke. Um, <laughs> um, so, Necromantic, you have Robert. Robert. He he works for a body disposable company, which is this a real thing? I don't know actually. It it is. It is. Yeah. Um. Again, this is gonna sound really weird, and it's just gonna reflect on uh, what I watch sometimes. <laughs> um. <laughs> crime, it's crime scene cleanup crews. Okay. And in <laughs> I I have found myself in rabbit holes of going through YouTube mm-hmm. and finding these. Channels that they don't show a lot. They kind of just show like what's you know, kind of the, the mess that's kind of left after yeah. death, which is gross anyway. But yeah, it is. But it shows the the meticulous process that these motherfuckers do not. Well, go these through. guys ain't cleaning. That no, they ain't. Way. They ain't cleaning shit. They didn't put gloves on. Gross. Just handling corpses barehanded. Disgusting. Eating sandwiches. <sighs> but actual like crime scene cleanup is meticulous mm-hmm. like i've seen them like remove like sections of carpet just to get to a certain stain in the floor i'm like my god right it's <laughs> crazy well he they go to traffic accidents and clean up yeah the the scene which i imagine is not a fun job and the first accident even though like it's kind of shot cheesily at first like when yeah. you see the accident though it's oh like holy shit like it's like wow <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty brutal, brutal and yeah. pretty realistic in a way too. It's gross. But his girlfriend and him have seemed to have an obsession with the dead. Dead people. Yeah. And on his next outing, it's a car a- that's wrecked into a bog. Uh, like it looks like a I call it a bog. Yeah, bog. <laughs> it's like a swamp looking area. Yeah. <laughs> and they pull out this disgusting slimy skeleton that just has green flesh draped over it with one eyeball with one eyeball and he takes it home and him and his girlfriend fuck it <laughs> I knew you were going to do it I knew you were going to do it but they absolutely fucked this corpse um, yeah <laughs> it is vile the one scene that made me fucking nearly vomit was again my, my dumb ass decided to try to keep the tra- the tradition as a joke alive, <laughs> which like, nearly killed me. Yeah. <laughs> of eating American cheese singles while watching this. Yeah, if you didn't watch the listen to that last episode, Matt yeah. decided while watching what movie was it? Ebola? Uh no, it was Untold Story. Untold Story. <laughs> you watched you ate six pieces. No, no, four. Four, four. Oh, excuse me. Get it right. Excuse me. That's six, that's too much. Four slices of American <laughs> cheese. Yeah. And what we didn't bring up last episode yeah. is that Matt is lactose intolerant. Uh, at least I think I may be. Well, it seems like every time you ingest dairy, bad it things. World up, yes. So you died. Uh, you decided to do it this time. Yeah, I had two slices. I come in. You're watching Shrom. You're like, my stomach's killing me, man. Dude, my stomach's hurting so bad. I had some of the worst <laughs> stomach cramps I've ever experienced in my life. 
<laughs> yeah, because I'd watched Necromantic and Trump back to back because we were kind of like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. We're running out of time. Running out of time. Yeah. So, yeah, Baez ate those two American cheese singles and nearly fucking died. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what the fuck is happening on the TV right now? I, I don't know. They, they can't see this. I know, but like someone's like pointing a cannon at somebody in professional wrestling. Anyway, yeah, wrestling. so Matt ruined his stomach eating cheese trying to for a meme. Oh, my God. Yeah, for for a meme, like I literally sent John a picture. I was like, keeping the tradition alive. The tradition's dead, guys. <laughs> no more American um, singles we're watching. <laughs> no. Especially <laughs> podcast. Especially when the the dude, Robert Robert. Robert. Robert puts the eyeball Trash. in his fucking mouth. That was disgusting. Spits it back into the oh. eye hole. <laughs> And keeps repeating the process. Yorg is really good at making bodies look just slimy. Again, I just want to—I just want to picture have the people picture this. Mm-hmm. As I had not only two American cheese singles in my stomach, but an entire fucking body armor drink, <laughs> which is—I'm pretty sure it was banana and strawberry flavor. Oh. I wanted to fucking throw up everywhere. What is wrong with you? I, I don't know, okay? <laughs> 2020 was a rough year, okay? <laughs> so we're in 2021 you could change. So anyways, <laughs> Robert eventually gets fired from his job. Yes. And that pisses his girlfriend off because not only are they not bringing in any more money. <laughs> I don't think that was the problem. <laughs> well, she brings it up because remember she's like, if I find a guy with money, I'm out of here. Oh. Well. But also... She can't. He can't bring any more corpses for him to fuck. Yeah, because this this bastard's done. <laughs> he's 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 not doing well. No. So Wobbit. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep I keep bringing up certain scenes, but that's fine. Oh my god, when they have the corpse on the wall and it's just dripping, it's just dripping, and they got those plates. <laughs> it looks like soy sauce mixed with uh, oh, a caro syrup. Yeah, it's terrible. <sighs> Anywho, oh, go ahead. So Robert. But after his girlfriend leaves him with the corpse, takes the corpse with her, left him for a corpse. Yeah, le- yeah, left left this uh, living man for a body. He f- spirals into madness, basically. Well, I mean, I think the madness was there already, but more madness. Yeah, he- yeah, more madness. <laughs> he goes up the deep end. He does with to a, which uh, <laughs> would say. Climax to the film. <laughs> Ooh, uh-huh. you know the movie, you know. Yeah, both movies in with a climax. I'd say. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Fun, brutal, nasty shit. <laughs> I said the first one's a little more goofy. Yeah. It is. I love it though. It's such oh, a fantastic scene with that music playing. First of all, first thing, first thing, guess about Necromantic that soundtrack. It's amazing. It bounces from sounding like JRPGs on SNES yeah. to like twisted psychedelic. Violin music to beautiful pin, uh, piano sonatas. Yeah, some classical pieces. And it's so good. And that song. So good. I love the soundtrack to Necromantic so much. It, oh my God, it's so good. And that song's been stuck in my head for days. I know. And for me, I would much rather have that stuck in my head than some. Okay, I've been. Just to clarify, in some of my free time, I've been playing a WWE game. Yeah. And the soundtrack's fucking trash. Speaking of Batista? Yeah! No, you don't even get Batista. You get, like, the worst of Shinedown. Oh, God. And I've had that <laughs> stupid song stuck in my head for fucking days. Like, I don't even want to 
thing the lyrics because it's <laughs> terrible. But I, yeah. I'm not going to curse the people with that. Um, <laughs> so thank God Necromantic was taking my head so, other than that. I think let's hit the positives first before okay. we get into things we dislike about the film. Yes. Uh, love the visuals. Yes, the visual. Well, um, yeah, I would say the visuals are great. Yes. But my God. <laughs> There's like a fine sheen of dirt and grease on oh this film. God. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It feels like it's on the lens. It looks like you can smell this movie. <laughs> this movie, you could smell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, mm, yeah, that don't smell good. It smells like roadkill. <laughs> yeah, it smells like a bunch of roadkill and... Uh, oh, uh, I was about to say something else, but that's the second movie. Yeah. Sorry. Then you have the iconic sex scene. Oh, my God. Which is disgusting... And vile, but they put a condom on it. Yeah, well, okay, they take a chair. Chair leg? leg is what I thought it was. Question mark. Could be, could not be. Jesus. Um. Yeah, they take like a chair leg and then like put a condom on it, and then they start fucking the corpse. Yeah, but safety first. Safety first. Yeah. You gotta put course. that condom on. Safety, of course, when you're fucking a corpse. Um, <laughs> uh, you sh- shouldn't do that. <laughs> that wasn't obvious Matt 2021. <laughs> Don't fuck dead people. Um, <laughs> this is your PSA for the day. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just stop. It, it, get some help. It's, it's too much work. Get some help. Yeah, you get some help. <laughs> but you, if you're out there having sex with a corpse, okay, mm. you know it's too much work. It's too much work. It's too much work to, to, to find a, a body yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's not necessary. It's Just not go needed. buy a hooker. It's easier. <laughs> or find a girlfriend. That's uh, harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either either way, you know, find yourself a lady, a lady or a guy of the night. You know? Um, or just jerk off. <laughs> find, find find you some uh, some pornography and yeah. just beat your meat. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, watch traces of death and jerk off. There you go. About that, well, I mean, if you want to fuck corpses, then oh yeah, or 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 you know what? Actually, therapy. King <laughs> <laughs> shaming over here, motherfucker. You shouldn't want to fuck dead people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's a that's a lot, I'd say. <laughs> so um, yeah, so the music's great, the visuals are fantastic, yes. the effects Sorry. I think are really cool. Yes. Um, especially with, I don't necessarily know the budget. I know, uh, you're talking about it, which was great, by the way. He was like, it was just a couple friends just being like, let's make a movie to piss off German censors. Yeah. <laughs> and again, for whatever budget they had, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. And then the iconic ending. Oh my God. Like, I think this movie has two iconic moments in it. Yes. The sex scene and the ending are both like, oh my God. Like, I could, like, you say necromantic, that's the first two things that pop in my head. That ending. And I don't want to spoil it because I just want people to see it. Um, yeah, yeah, but a it climax. Truly, it truly is a climax. Yeah, but I do have some problems with necromantic. Yes, I do um, too. I think after the girlfriend leaves him, yeah, the movie drags. It sure does, and it's only like an hour fifteen. Yeah, it's not very long at all, but it does go on and on and like on. There's, there's a scene where he goes to the movies. Yeah, which is a theme in another necromantic film, actually. Yeah. And it's a scene that just goes and goes and goes. Yeah. And you're waiting for like, oh, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> he just leaves. Yeah, he just leaves. Like he, they just show a little bit of the movie, which I guess was <laughs> the film time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah, and it kind of just 
keeps going on and on. And then, like, he's, like, running through the weeds at point And, like, running through yeah. the woods and stuff at points. I'm like, okay. Which he has a great, like, dream sequence I thought was really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Where he's, like, in a field and he's got, like, the half skull face. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. It is really cool. But the one thing I will say is, like, again, for me also, I'd watched this around Halloween as well. Yeah. So you were like, well. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> uh, back, back to watching this already. Because when I watch a movie, a lot of times I like to get a little bit of time before I go back yeah. and revisit. Ultimately, I, I do think Necromantic is enjoyable in a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It, do, it is at times when I watch it, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it deserves the infamy it has. Yeah. I, I would say the second one, which we'll get into later, has a little, is a little more infamous. Yeah. I would even say something like Shrom should be more infamous. I, I, Derek Hose King as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I kind of want to do it like this. Because Necromantic is good. I really yeah. enjoy Necromantic. I have Necromantic shirts. I have a Necromantic uh, work shirt. Yeah. I love the movie. I really do. Yeah. It's just that it does drag. It does, It yeah. can be pretty boring at times, pretty slow. And, you know, it's not as good as some of York's other stuff. Yeah, but again, to be fair, this is like his first outing. Not to mention, and here's a big pet peeve of mine, I'm not a... I shouldn't even have to say this. I'm not a fan of animal cruelty in a film. Yeah, no. As, despite the fact that ne- uh, that Cannibal Holocaust is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time, yeah. I will sit there and stand by the fact that they should not have killed the animals in that movie. Yeah, no. Um, again, it, it it very much just is a form of shock value to yeah, and in this one in particular, it feels like that's what it's for. Yeah, it it just feels f- to be a way for you to be shocked. By yeah, something. and it carries over to the Necromantic too, and I understand why it does because she's basically living out <laughs> Robert's uh yeah life because you know he watches the rabbit be yeah uh, skinned yeah skinned and she watches an animal be skinned. Yeah. He goes to this boring ass movie. She goes to this boring ass movie. It, it's very much in the similar in a similar way, but I get also in this movie you don't really see that he sees it. Where in the second one you do. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's definitely watching something on the TV. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why certain filmmakers feel the need to use actual animal cruelty in their films. Yeah, to cross that line. Because, I mean, it, it just, it's very unnecessary. I'll give it this, though. It's not like York killed that rabbit. No, he did not. Or the seal in um, Necromantic 2. Well, I would imagine that was probably some footage. That probably, probably stock footage, yeah. yeah. That's what I assumed it was. You know. Yeah, but it's still gruesome to see. Still not fun to watch. No. <laughs> Maybe this is fucked up in a lot of ways. I, I have an easier time watching real death shit than I do animal shit. <laughs> is that fucked up? Um, I think a lot of people would say that's pretty fucked up, but I, I mean... I know why, though. Yeah. I like animals. I yeah. don't like people yeah, too much. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here being like, no, it's not. You joking? Fuck people. Um, of course, people listening. But we love you. We love you, and uh, we love our communities. Let's put. It oh that yeah, way. we love our communities and people who are very kind to us, of yeah. course, and kind to many other people. But we don't have what you would say a tolerance for certain fucking assholes that are in yeah. this world. Um, but all animals are sacred, so yeah. <laughs> and man, those the it's seals, correct? yeah. So adorable, yeah. But that's Necromantic too. Yeah. So yeah, Necromantic one. I I like it a lot. I like I said, is it overrated? Possibly. Is it really good? Yes. Do yeah. I love the movie? Yes. I think you like the movie. I like the movie. Yes. I um I would say I had a lot of hype going into it too. Yeah, it does have. It's a movie that covers a lot of hype. 
It really does. And I think it's because, because here's another thing, too. It's so funny, like, to sit there and have a copy of Necromantic on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's so bizarre, because, like, when I first got into, like, disturbing films. Yeah, it like, wasn't available. You had to boot, like, Necromantic. Uh, yeah, and unless ironically. You to, unless you wanted to pay, like, $200, $300 for the DVD. Oh, Jesus. You know? And uh, ironically, I have your bootleg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do, yeah. Yeah, because uh, you were like, oh, yeah, I got upgraded. And, mm-hmm. like, I got, I got the actual Blu-rays now. Here you go. Yeah, like, I remember when Cold Epic announced it, I was like, yeah. And then I was Necromantic 2, and I'm like, Bleh. and then it was Dertotsky, and I'm like, Bleh. and then Shromba, and then oh my God. Angst. Yeah. And I was like, Bleh. oh my God. The one movie that was under that same label, that Barrel Entertainment, that yeah. has still yet to get an official release is Last House on Dead End Street. Jesus Christ. That movie is so elusive. It is very elusive. Which again, that's another topic for another day, I'd say, though. Oh, yes, for sure. But anything else you want to say about Necromantic before we move on? Um, it, it, I would say in the distur- the realm of disturbing, disgusting, vile films, it is a absolute classic. It is classic. It's a certified hood classic. <laughs> I, like I said, like, <laughs> do I think it's a little overrated? Yeah, sure, probably, but that doesn't mean I don't own t-shirts and merchandise oh, yeah. and still would give it the sick on cinema seal approval and say that I absolutely love oh, the movie. It, it absolutely gets the seal of approval yeah. because, I mean, it again, it is a classic, but what I, what I will say is I don't know if it, Ages as well as some of Yours. the other films yeah, we've covered, too. So, 1991. Yep. The sequel that York Bagheer didn't want to make. No, and it's pretty obvious. Pretty damn obvious, because he's like, all right, you want Necromantic 2? Well, guess what? Guess what, motherfucker? You're getting a two-hour, almost two-hour love story. Yeah. <laughs> and Necromantic 2. I'm going to go ahead and say something right, right off the bat. I know some people are like, nothing really happens in this movie, which doesn't. It's somewhat true. Yeah. But I actually really like this movie. I do too. Um, so, Necromantic 2. Hang on just a second because I did not okay. write her name down like an oh, idiot. No. Oh, no. Riff for a second while typing Necromantic. Uh, we've got in, in the ring right now <laughs> on Have Fun Be Sad. We've got Myron Reed and AC Mag going at it. It's this probably fire. Oh, it's been very Monica. Okay, Monica, we're <laughs> back. Okay. <laughs> Monica is a nurse student. Yes. Who, much like Wobbit. Wobbit. Which, if you don't get that, please go watch ba- uh, Beat the Feebles. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll talk about that movie one day, too. <laughs> um, she, too. Yes. Likes to find bodies. She has an affinity for the dead. Fuck them. <laughs> to Fuck. <laughs> the fuck and the subtitle for this movie by the way too, is Necromantic 2 Return of the Loving Dead my goodness which it's, is beautiful oh my god I love that title it's so good so she hears about the suicide of Wobbit yes and go digs up his body yeah his slimy Ugh. greasy alright we're gonna have a toe to toe battle real fast okay whose corpse is grosser Necromantic one that that body or or Robert's body? Oh, it's close. <laughs> it's the they're both vile. Yeah, Robert's body is putrid. It which oh. they just straight up buried that motherfucker in his like shirt. He killed yeah. himself in. Look, I know the I know Robert. Like even if you watch the movie, he ain't a good person. No, he's a bad person. But but you could at least give the man some decency of embalming his corpse yeah. and uh, changing his clothes. <laughs> I mean, damn, he because he's putrid. He's burnt. He's ugh. It's disgusting. Brown town. The one thing he, the, he's like a overly ripe banana. Yeah, <laughs> he's a banana he found at the bottom of the bowl. 
But the fucking corpse from Necromantic 1 has like the area between his ribs and his pubis. Mm. That is just, I don't know, something about it haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> like the weird stomach? Yeah. yeah. Like, like the stomach area that you feel like should not be there. <laughs> Imagine like the skin is not... Like, it, it gets ready to just, like, break at any moment, mm-hmm. which is vile to think about. Yeah. So she she digs his corpse up and rubs all over it and, and kisses its putrefying mouth. Has its fun with it. Voms. And there's another character who I forgot his name, but we ain't worried about him because he's not as important. <laughs> oh, poor bastard. Who does Foley sounds for porn, <laughs> which is one of the most bizarre jobs I've ever seen in a what movie. What a fucking job. What a job. <laughs> Imagine it's like, okay... You're gonna have to do. <laughs> you got to do voiceovers for Super Eight porn. Super Eight porn. Damn. Damn. That's a, that's a rough job. That's rough. <laughs> um. So he's with this girl who's always late. Yes. And one day she's late to a date with him at the movies. Yeah. So he gets frustrated, and the first girl that walks up, he's like, "Hey, here's a ticket. Let's go watch this movie together." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, cool." And they watch this movie, which is... <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's eggs! Two, it's two naked people eating eggs talking about birds. Okay. I didn't say this when we were watching it, but you, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> the one uh, lady from uh, Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos, yeah. I just kept Mr. Jo- Eggman! I just kept joking around. I was like, is this a Fellini movie? <laughs> is this Fellini? <laughs> oh, my God. Is this Bergman? <laughs> Again, they're just sitting there, butt-ass naked at a table, busting open hard-boiled eggs and eating them. Yeah, and eventually one of them's raw. And they're like, oh. <gasps> it's like, uh, okay. But Monica falls in love. Yeah. And she's like, I can't just be fucking this body anymore. I'm going... I'm going legit, you know. <laughs> I'm going warm blooded this time. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get away from this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with somebody with a pulse. Mm-hmm. But she can't get completely away from it. No. So she chops off the, he chops the body up. Yeah. But keeps two important parts: the head and the genitals, the cock, <laughs> the cock and balls. So as they're dating, the our cock and balls, our gentleman begins to start noticing. Some bizarre behavior yeah. from Monica. Red flags. Some red flags, will. yes. Until we get to our climax. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't want to spoil because I want people to go watch. But you can guess what happens. Oh my God. Also, what I want to bring up right at the top mm-hmm. there's a scene. Yes. Not much actually happens in the scene. Yes. But I about gagged. Okay. She's cleaning the body. Uh huh. Putting flowers around the body. Uh-huh. And she grabs a heaping glass of milk. <laughs> I got anything about that. It's so gross. It's terrible. Why milk? Why milk? Why milk? <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Because milk is associated with, like, gross in a time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like because there's nothing worse than bad milk. Ugh. You know what I mean? So it's like, you put your body, milk. <laughs> God, just the smells mixed yeah. Ugh. The smells of these movies. The smells of these movies, yeah. Oh, my God. Which this movie isn't as filthy as the look and the feel of it. Yeah. Where you feel like you can smell it. Yeah. But you can imagine there's a smell. There's a smell, there's yeah. There's a stank. Also, <laughs> like, just the smell. Like, imagine this. Mm-hmm. The smell of a corpse. <sighs> and then milk <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would, uh, so, disgusting. Here's something I want to point out about this movie. Yeah. 
The film starts with her digging up the corpse. Digging up a grave. And you have a lot of long shots. Yeah. Her getting to the grave. Mm-hmm. Takes a long time for her to get there. Takes a long time for anything to happen. But you have snails, yes, and slugs mm-hmm. on gravestones and headstones. Yep, I truly believe that's a metaphor for what this movie is. Yeah, that's York being there, right there, telling you like, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this movie gonna drag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on purpose. The pace of this movie's gonna be like these two creatures right here. <laughs> Slugs and snails. Because this movie, man, I enjoy Necromantic too a lot. Yeah, I think it's too. a really good movie, and it, but it purposefully drags yeah. ass. Every scene's a little too long. Yeah, everything goes on a bit too much. Everything could have been trimmed down a couple minutes and made this movie an hour and a half easily. For me, for me though, like, like it, it absolutely. I mean, I agree with you absolutely on that. But in a way, it kind of builds like a sense of tension. In a way, it really does. And then, but that's the one thing the movie's really good at. Yeah, it's because there is this escalation. Yeah, where you're like you're waiting. You're like, oh shit, it's oh, building. Yeah. It's building. You know. And also, what I what I want to say off the top is the effects in this in this are movie really good. Yeah, are like again, Necromantic has great visuals, mm-hmm. and so does Dead Toad's Game. Dead Toad's Game, yeah. But this Necromantic Two has got some crazy fucking visuals mm-hmm. in it. One of my notes literally just like those effects. You. <laughs> Oh, it's vile. <laughs> but, like, it just it is so slow. It is very slow. It's very uh, methodical. Very methodical. <laughs> it's like a Triple H match since we're talking about so much wrestling right now. <laughs> it's just, it's a cerebral movie. <laughs> cerebral. Some um, people would call it boring as fuck, and I wouldn't yeah. blame them. But, but, again, like, for me, I don't dislike slow movies no. by any means. Especially since you know this movie's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. And Yorg even said it himself. He's like, this isn't a horror movie. Yeah. He's like, this isn't a romance. It's it a ro- just happens to be twisted. <laughs> you it's know? a twisted romance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, he tells you up front that, hey, you're not really watching a horror movie. No. You're watching a a love film, you know what I mean? And it, it, that very does make a, it makes a lot of sense, but it has these little twists in it yeah. that make it... Because it's paced like a romance film. Yeah. It really is, you know? It, yeah. And there's some really good shit in this. Some very interesting shit, some fascinating shit. The acting is really good. Yeah. The, the way it's shot is really good. Everything is like unnatural in a way. Like yeah. all the settings are just a little off. In the story between the two leads... You're actually like hoping it works out. You're invested in it. You know shit thing will happen. Oh yeah, it work. But 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 in the back of your mind, you're like, man, what if this did work out? Monica likes corpse fucking too much. Yeah, to a fault. <laughs> and I love the little things too, like when you know the relationship's going bad moments yeah. in the film, where like he shows up and her friends are there, and they're just watching the still get fucking yeah. tore apart. But he's just like, hey, I brought pizza. How's it going? Yeah. And our friend's like, fuck this guy. Well, we'll see you later, Monica. <laughs> he's like, whoa. <laughs> you know? It's brutal, man. It's like, God. It's not, it's not a good sign when you're in a relationship with someone and the friends are like, oh, God. This guy. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh man. Sorry. Am I really not as cool as these people? Sorry, my existence is such a pain <laughs> to you. Um, but, but, again... Yeah. It's hard to talk. It's so weird to talk about Necromantic too, because like 
the thing I like about the movie is the thing I also dislike about the movie. The pacing? The pacing. Yeah. Because I think it's such an interesting ideal to literally, like, I'm going to make this. Because, like I said, I really believe the, the, the visual of the slugs. Uh, I'm trying to combine the two names Snails together. Snails and slugs. Is purposeful. Because he knows. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm telling you that this film is going to be slow. Yeah. And it, it is. And but- it's slow as shit. There's so many times in the movie you're watching, you're like, God damn. It just keeps going. Whew, Lord. <laughs> like, this is a marathon. But it is interesting. But, like, the, the one scene where I think the visuals being slowed down like that work very well work very well is the dismemberment of the body. Of the corpse, yeah. Yeah. It's very real. It's very real, and it's also just very hard to watch. The sound design in this film is really <laughs> good, too. It's really gross. Yeah. You get a lot of, like... Yeah, the crunching sounds and stuff. the crunching of the song of the song of like the arm and stuff. Yeah, I was like oh, there is a couple oh, moments in the movie where I'm like, no, okay, that's kind of odd. Yeah, For, in particular, he finds the penis. Yeah, in her refrigerator and never brings it up. No, as if it's just something. Oh. It's like okay, that's there. That's what we do: penis in the refrigerator. I don't know. That was weird to me. I don't think he should have found it that early on. I think he should have found it in like questioning it and her be like, "Oh, that's not real." Oh, it's a, it's it, it's something from the medical school. Yeah, yeah. Which probably like her being a nurse definitely lets him get away with that a little bit. Yeah, but man, but it's just weird. It's a odd choice. It's just like decomposing dick. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna why, be like, why uh, are you not honey? saying anything, <laughs> honey? Uh, yeah. What what the, what the hell is this? Why you got a cock? <laughs> why is this here? Why you got cock? Cock. What's this in your fridge? Yeah, right. But it all leads up to the climax, which I think is fucking fantastic. In in the, in the words of someone who's on the television right now, Alex Kane. Alex Kane, yes. More wrestling talk. Yeah. Sorry. All uh, fans people, who don't people, like wrestling are yeah. like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mania Weekend. What do you want yeah, from I'm this? Yeah, I'm sorry. We're hopped. <laughs> um, she looks at him. He's like, you're about to get all this work. <laughs> But it's it's great <laughs> the way they do it. I don't want to spoil it. I want you oh, to just yeah. watch it. You I mean, probably kind of just did. You but... probably well, you know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, but you don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you've brutal. probably seen this gif. If you've ever oh, been yeah. on a horror movie message board, you've probably seen the gif. It's brutal. It's so good and it's so well done. Yeah, it's done very very well. Uh, one thing I want to point out before we move on to Shram, unless you have yes. something more you want to talk about Necromancer too. I I think we've covered most of everything. The scene where she's taking pictures with the dead body is my absolute favorite movie. Oh scene in the movie. I fucking love it. Okay, like again, I, um, Nick's fears on YouTube recently did a uh, a little bit of a think piece, I guess, on the necromantic movies. Mm-hmm. And the thumbnail is one of the pictures. I love yeah. it. Yeah, because it's not like oh, she's taking pictures of the dead body. She's dressed it up and she's yeah. taking pictures as though they're a couple. Yeah, it's like, so she's like good. got an arm around him, like resting her head on his shoulder. It's so good because it's so weird also something i noticed about the both the movies is both people have like weird pictures of people on their walls yeah like there's like charles manson charles manson and the necromancer one what's yeah. the movie what's what is it necromancer two i don't remember i don't remember um but there's like there's definitely pictures of certain like figures on the wall yeah i, I, I wish i I was, I was kind of just captivated by the story and just uh you know, yeah. didn't really think about it that much. Again, the animal death stuff. It's a bit much. Didn't didn't need it. I know why they did it is because it's a throwback to Necromantic 1. Yeah. But and it is an interesting scene where you got all these people just kind of gathered together to watch this. Yeah. Which again is like a weird, like possible, like um, 
statement on violent film, like watching. Well, I guess at that point, what, what year did this come out again? Ninety one. Was faces was the traces of death and stuff? Out faces yet? of death was definitely. I don't know about oh, traces. Yeah. Well, faces of death, like one through whatever, was yeah. probably being released in the Mondo films, of course. Yeah. And it could be a sta- could have been a statement on that, but at the same time, you know, or could it not have been? This is definitely a movie I could definitely see where, you know, we're sitting there saying like we really like it. Yeah. Is it boring? Yeah, at times. Yes. Is it slow? Oh yeah. But we really like it because it's like it's done in a way that makes sense. Yeah. But if someone comes to me and goes, God damn, Necromancer Two is just boring shit. Yeah, you ain't wrong. <laughs> but you know, in a lot of ways, uh, Necromancer Two is the the cycle of life. That's true. It's boring at times. And, and at then times you die. <laughs> life sucks. And then you die. And then you die. Skinless. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anything else you want to say about Necromantic 2 before uh, we move on? Um, oh, Of course, if you got some time on your hands, go check it out. Go check it out. But again, it's his longest movie by a country mile. Oh, my God. Like Again, we're, we're talking about Strom. It's literally like 60-something minutes. Yeah. And this movie's like, I have fucking two hours. Yeah, Necromantic is like 75 minutes. Der Toskin's like 75 minutes. Yeah. Shrom's like 65 minutes. Yeah. And then De- and the Necromantic 2's like an hour and 42 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's 110 minutes. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, it's... But again, that's, I think it's done very purposefully. Very purposefully. So finally, we move on to 1993. Jörg Bugeritz' Journey into the Mind of a Maniac. Yes. He's been a killer since the day he came out the nutsack. <laughs> it's Lothar and Schramm. Schramm. Um Again, I watched the introduction to this, and apparently at the time, uh, Jörg Bugerite was a very big, a uh, true crime fanatic. Yes. And was reading a lot of serial killer books and stuff like that, and wanted to make a movie that very much explored the mind of a serial killer. Yeah. He didn't want the, like... Procedural, yeah. He did, he did not want the oh here's the cops being like oh we gotta find this bastard. Instead, they're like, it's literally in the mind of a serial killer. Like, like, again, this movie is not as much even like something like Seventh Day, yeah, where it's like very much just him talking about his life. This movie is literally in the mind, in the mind of a serial killer. Yeah, and it's very fascinating to shit. the point where you don't know what's real and ain't real. Exactly. Um. I guess we can talk about like how we end up in this uh, the, the situation we're in in the movie. Yeah, so the movie falls Lo- Lothar, Lo- L- Luther, Lothar. Yeah. I'm not sure. Schramm. Yeah, Loth- Luther Schramm. Yeah, yeah. The lipstick killer. The lipstick killer. Um, and we just follow him in his day to day living situation. He befriends a prostitute next door. Yeah. Who um, he helps and talks to, mm-hmm. and outside of that, he just fantasizes about weird shit, dreams about weird shit, yep. has hallucinations about weird shit, and kills people. Yeah, <laughs> and that's essentially Shrom. And, that, that, and that's that totally simplifies it because there's way more to it than that. Oh yeah, because um, there's a lot of really small symbolism in the film. Yes, that means more than actually just. Telling you, yeah, it means more in the grand scape of things. Little things like uh, he constantly fantasizes about only having one leg. Yeah, and he's a runner. Yes, so I don't know what necessarily that is. Um, again, like I don't know how much of a spoiler this is because it's literally in the opening moments of the movie. Mm-hmm. He, after doing some nefarious things, nefarious, he's painting the walls of his house. While on a ladder, and he slips and falls off the ladder. Yes. 
hits his head on the ground and um essentially dies probably he's dying i would assume we assume yeah because in, again at the very beginning of the movie there's a newspaper article that says the lonesome de- it's like the lonesome death of the lipstick killer yeah which is so bizarre that you open with the, the, the death the of death, your main character yeah and the the whole film kind of plays as though his dying thoughts he's, yeah his dying thoughts and like again let's say they say before you die, your your life flashes before your eyes. Mm-hmm. We're at the tail end of it, his last few days. Yeah, the last few days of his life. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, very interesting. Yeah. But you got weird visuals, like he, he constantly he's playing with his head. Yes, he's got a massive like scar on his head. Yeah, which we don't know what that is from. Yeah. Which, again, what I assume is like in his own memories, what happened in that, that situation, what happened to him before... It's making it's kind of come into play with yeah. what's happening here. Like what I imagine in my head, anyway, is the reason why he's like either he's got a false leg or a you know he's got a brace on is because his he slipped mm-hmm. off the ladder because of one leg, possibly yeah. And then the head is where he hit the ground. That's what I imagine. Definitely possible. Then, sorry, sorry for over explaining. No, that makes sense. Uh, but then explain to me the pussy with teeth, the anthropomorphic pussy with teeth. You can't just sniff at me. You gotta help me here. You've been doing well. Explain all this other stuff to me. Um, I, I got nothing on that. <laughs> Is it his fear of femininity? Uh, it seems like he wants to have sex with the prostitute, but never does. Yeah. So maybe it's his fear of intimacy. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. His fear of intimacy. Um. Again, they don't really play into a lot of his backstory, for say, but it could do something with, you know, yeah, childhood drama, I guess. How did we not talk about the full-on music video scene in, in Necromantic 2? I don't know. That there's happened. A few, there's a full music video in there. Yeah. Anyways, back to Shrom. <laughs> Go watch Necromantic 2. Um, anyway. So there's this weird subplot in the film, too, about the prostitute who meets with these older gentlemen and keeps yeah. meeting them at their mansion. Yeah. That plays into a really fucking wild, disturbing moment yeah. at the end of the film where I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah, the the, the ending of this movie is wild. Yeah. Shrom's hard to talk about, man. Because Shrom is a lot... We lo- chose some very hard subjects for the day. Well, I think, ne- you know, Necromantic 2, Necromantic easy to talk about, Dertoskin's fairly easy to talk about. Shrom is odd because Shrom plays a lot in Hallucination, and if you're not watching it yourself, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Because, like, there's a scene where he's driving with her, and I saw this, and you didn't notice this, but the car, like, if you look at the window shield, it's just fucking going ham. Yeah. Like, you- it's spinning, it's taking wild turns that it shouldn't be taking, it's all... Yeah. Like, and that's the points where you realize, like, oh, okay... Something, yeah. Some something's going on. Yeah, but but you get little hints of that throughout the movie. Like he, like some of the hallucinations he's having very much have to do with his accident or yeah things in his past. I assume. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's a very bizarre movie. Shram also like what I noticed about what I'm watching. Shram is like the lead performance is so fucking good. Oh yeah, like that dude is amazing and brave. Yes. Because he's just like, he goes for it. Oh, yeah, he's constantly doing shit on camera that you're like, whoa. Yeah, launched shit with his cock. Oh, my God. Cock! <laughs> There's a lot of penis talk in this episode. Yeah, well, there's a lot of dick in these movies. Yeah, there's a lot of dick. <laughs> That's one thing about German cinema I have noticed. They are not afraid of cock. <laughs> <laughs> They're not afraid of nudity. 
They will show penis. No, they don't not. They don't give a fucking second thought about it. Well, again, uh, again, that's like in even like a lot of uh, like e- English, you know, c- countries in in Europe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I completely botched that. European countries. European countries. Yes, where they'll literally just show full frontal on TV. Yeah, we're over here. That's a big fucking no. Yeah, that's what I've noticed about German cinema in particular. Yeah. is like, you know, they'll show female nudity, of course. Yeah. But like the penis is just like whatever. It's just there. Yeah. I, I Here that's like, a big deal. It's like, whoa, they show dick. Yeah. <laughs> you there, know? Again, there's a moment in time here in 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 America where it was a taboo to show a fucking toilet. Right here. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> in America. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not doing that right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shram's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and I, it's a de- like de- like everything else we've talked about today. I could definitely see somebody being like, "I don't like this movie." Oh yeah, it was like I I bought this movie about a serial killer and he kills two people in the entire movie. Yeah, but 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 again, what I will say is this is the last couple of days of his life. Yeah, and you're seeing those moments, those not moments, his entire yeah. life. Exactly. This isn't a. Like it's not a full exploration of his life. It's a full. Expo- it's an exploration of his last couple of days. It's also it's not a slasher. No, it's not. It's a movie about the psychological uh, thoughts and the fucking mind and what makes him tick and what makes him work. It's yeah. not about the kills. It's about him. It's about him as a individual. Plus, if you're worried about the kills, you're missing a lot of wild shit in this movie. Yeah. A lot of insane visuals and weird oh hallucinations and fucking oh, disgusting penis torture and oh. him fucking the worst blow-up doll I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I'm glad I was <laughs> no one who had thought this. It's literally just like a torso, uh-huh. right? It's literally just like breasts mm-hmm. and then just cut off and then there's just like a, like a, like a, <laughs> a vagina. Yeah. Still a vagina on it. There's just a pussy on it. Who, who wants that? I don't know. I was I saw that and I was like, what in the fuck is that thing? Blow yeah. dolls are already weird enough to me, but that's yeah. like, what the fuck? I mean, of course, uh, anyone out there who uh, uses one, you know, whatever, you do you. Yeah, you could buy a flashlight. That's probably way better. <laughs> probably. But... You don't want, why do you want to fuck a fucking balloon? <laughs> D- don't, don't shame these people. Sorry, sorry. Anyways. Shram- don't, don't shame people. Anyways, back to Shrom. It's not like the fucking corpses. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's one scene in particular in the movie that, like, no matter how many times I've seen it, how many times I think about it, I don't understand it. And there's okay. a scene where Shrom and the prostitute are walking past this guy, yeah. and the guy shoots himself, and, like, then it plays as though, like, we're actually, like, it's a movie? Yeah. It's a cameraman, and he runs over and watches him, and, like, he's putting his hands in front of the lens and everything. Yeah, it's wild. Like, it goes, like, third, like, first person. Yeah. It goes, like, cinema verite almost. And it breaks it's, the fourth wall of the film. Like, I don't know if maybe that's just the point of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really odd scene. It's interesting. It is, yeah. I don't know why he did it. I mean, I don't I don't know. I wish but, it is, was... but it is interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> you, you're, you're having a rough time. I shouldn't drink that Coke. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, it's a it's very bizarre visual. It is. At least. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Which for um, some reason I thought it was in Dare Tosking, but it definitely wasn't. It was in Trom. Yeah. Another um, thing, too, in like another Mandela effect involving York Bagitter in Necromank 2, I remember, I vividly remember watching them watch seals be clubbed. Yeah. Didn't happen. No, no, they they take a dead seal and like massacre, essentially. Yeah, they like, they break down. 
Yeah, they, 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 well, I mean, uh, I process, I guess, uh, is what you would say. Yeah, they're very much taken apart for, like, uh, meat, probably meat and skin, uh, probably. Skin, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, Mandela effects of all New York. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, I, mem- I remember hearing about, hearing about that. I was like, yeah, well, they club seals. Here we go. Yeah. And I was like, there's none of that. No, like, it never happened. No. Weird. And that scene yeah. happened in Trom, not Dare Toadsking. Yeah. I'm from another dimension. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> we've had a hard time talking about Shram just because it is like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's it, a hard movie to talk about. Again, the best way I can describe anything in this movie is it, it's quite figuratively in his mind. In his mind. It is 110% in the head of him. Don't walk into this movie thinking it's going to be a slasher or. Yeah. It's not linear. Yeah. It's surreal. Yeah, it's bizarre, it's grotesque. Yes, it, it's good. It's really fucking good. It is really good. Maybe my favorite Yorg Garrett film. I, for me, it's a, honestly, it's a real big toss up. Mm-hmm. It's a toss up for for me. It's between three, the, the three of them: Necromantic Two, yeah, Necromantic Two, um, The Toad King, and Trom. This might be my favorite. It's just like like literally, it's in his head. Yeah, and like you said at the beginning of the movie, you see him laying there in a pool of blood and paint. Yeah. So it's like the flashing memories of what's in his mind. That's why it's not linear. It yeah. doesn't follow a narrative plot. No. It's all over the place. It's bizarre. It's surreal. It ticks all the boxes I like. It's violent. It's visceral. It is very violent, too. So, yeah. Shram. Shram's fucking great. Go watch Shram. Yeah, it is. And again, Arrow put movie. all these movies out. Yeah, Arrow put, all, put them it's, all out. We live in a world where you can just go fucking buy Shram. Of course, I I don't know if they're out of print or not, but there's also the cult epics. Yeah, I don't know if cult epics or not. And there was also a box set called, uh, I think it was called Corpse Fucking Art or something like that. <laughs> Everyone used that name, huh? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Some death art or something like that. Yeah. And it was a box set of all the Yorg's films. That's awesome. Including his short films and everything else. Well, again, Yorg's a very fascinating filmmaker yeah. at the end of the day. Like, I wish he did more uh, feature-length horror, really. And also, if you are a member of the... Of of the the gothic community, you'll love. You will love your Garrett's yep. films. He was made for goths. Yeah, these movies are for goths. But uh, yeah, that's York Garrett. Yeah, it was a long time to coming. Yeah, long time coming. Fun um, fun discussion. They don't even ask what the next episode is because I don't know. Yeah, we didn't bring her shit. You'll know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll, you'll know. Well, this episode's been a mess. It's been a fun episode to do. Yeah, I've really enjoyed talking about York Garrett. It, it's been a little over the place though. I would say. Trying to get everything together. Get ready to do the episode. Sitting down to do the episode has been a perfectly fine day experience. Yeah. Getting to this moment, been a little tough. <laughs> uh, there's WrestleMania weekend. We've had two deaths in the family. Yeah, it was a bit of wild. Uh, we've really tried to... Again, we did not want to go immediately to a break. No. After... But we should have done, back. like... I, we just didn't process the week that we were doing the episode in. Yeah. Because had we had, we would have postponed it one week from the get-to-go. Like, hey, we're back. We're going to be on two-week schedule. But for yeah. this next episode, we're going to take one week off for WrestleMania because it's a busy weekend. <laughs> B- busy weekend. And, again, there's there's a lot happening right now. Yeah. But we're on it. We're yeah. going to be back again in two weeks. In two weeks with something. Something. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. It's scheduled. I also have to reach out to somebody for an interview, hopefully. So Yeah. That's all we coming. So again, thanks to everybody that's commented, 
who uh, has liked our posts, yeah. who reaches out and says you like the podcast because that makes us want to do it even more. Yeah, absolutely. Gives us more reason to do it. Um, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can send them our way at sickoncinema at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram. And if, hey, if you just want to talk, reach to us on Instagram because we, oh, yeah. we'll talk about movies. We don't care. We love it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you're you're mostly in control of the Instagram. Yeah, but you can get on it if you want. Oh, yeah. Um, also, if you would like to recommend us stuff, that would be oh, another, absolutely. another place to do it. And, and again, if you are, again, we just said this last week, if you, well, not last week, but like, you know, last, last time we were here. Last episode. <laughs> yeah. If you are a independent filmmaker and want to talk to us about your film or films. Send it to us. Send it to us and we will talk, to, we'll, 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 we'll probably it. talk to you. We'll watch it. Yeah. And even if we like it, it, we'll, you know. We'll, we'll reach out. Yeah. If we don't like it, we may not review it. Yeah. Because we don't like to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> yeah, no. We're nice guys. We try to be at least. Yeah, we try, to, we try to be positive. <laughs> yeah. So if we don't like it, we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. Because we don't want to shoot on people. That's mean. <laughs> Especially if they're nice people. Yeah. I can think of one movie in particular that yeah. we ain't going to bring up, but it was atrocious. And so we're like, we're not covering this. Because <laughs> the people are really nice people. Yes. And we don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, we... Again, I've heard some people really enjoyed. Really enjoyed it, but but we ain't gonna uh, say the name of the movie yeah, at no, all. Nope, nope, nope. Not gonna even mention it. Don't ask us. Um, Jordan even brought it up. I don't know why I did. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to <laughs> talk about, Matt? Before we call this an episode. Um, I I don't know why I'm doing this, but I guess in the spirit of uh, one of the movies we covered today, go. Go check out uh, Cannibal Corpse. Hell fucking yeah. Because uh, they're about to release a new album. Shit, yeah. Hey, that's it. Let's recommend a band. Recommend a band. At the okay. end of every episode. Because we always recommend movies. Let's recommend a band. Your okay. recommendation this week, this episode, is Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse. I'm going to recommend Mutoid Man. Mutoid Man. Hell yeah. It's another really good. Two varying different spectrums of metal. Yes. But two great metal bands. Yeah. That's something we could do every week. Yeah, that'd we be could cool. recommend a band or maybe a movie or a TV show or something. I could go on forever about fucking music, though. Yeah. So that's what we'll do. Sick on Cinema recommended. Yeah. Cannibal Corpse Mutoid Man. <laughs> you know I recommended Cannibal Corpse. I'm not going to say oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go watch the movies first and then go listen to Cannibal yeah, Corpse. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, then you'll get it. <laughs> our, our splitter. The, 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 don't, don't go off the chalk cross. From her neck. Okay. Down to Ramos. This is happening. I cut over John out. I hate it. Brennan, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that's for my Cannibal Quarters fans out yes. there. So, uh, yeah, that's, that'll be a new segment every week. Sick yeah, on Cinema cool. Recommends. That'd be cool so. Yeah. If we, if we remember. If we remember. <laughs> Keep us to it, people. Yeah. So, anything else, Matt? Uh, I think that's about it for I think me. It's, it's been a pretty good episode. We'll let you guys know what the next episode yeah, is. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. Uh, you you very much tease a lot of the stuff. I always very, do. very efficiently. I yes. would say as well. Try to well. hype people up. Yeah, trying to keep keep the hype train going. Yeah, but I am John. I am Matt, and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, Sick on, on cinema. 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 Who the hell's wrestling right now? Eric Royal and Daniel Mockaway. Oh. <laughs>